I mean, fuck work, fuck school. You know what I'm saying? No, Bro, I, 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 have, I, I fucking, I, I think I had a parking ticket that I just didn't pay for so long recently and just went away. Some stuff goes, goes away. The shit went away, dog. And then they'll send you a letter saying, we might or we have the ability to garnish your tax return, right? Yeah. But they don't, dog. Just like everyone else, they're just threatening you, bro. And it, what's a threat other than to intimidate you and brainwash you, you know? Yeah. Why were you watching that? <laughs> don't tell mom. <laughs> don't me. <laughs> First of all, I super duper appreciate you doing this. Like, like I said, shot in the dark message. I was like, you know what? I've watched this show 15 times. Uh, I'm sure we, we know each other by now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to, I'm, I would introduce you, but I'm not going to do you justice. So if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody and uh, I'm sure people know who you are from that voice already. So um, Robert Hall, Slobby Robbie, founder of Generation Cool. and. Uh, the first vintage reseller in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just talking about, I just, I, like I said, I've watched your show like a billion times. Uh, is there any times that you're just like sitting at home and you're like got nothing on or like you bring a you girl over and you're like, hey man, why don't you put something on the background noise and you just throw on your show? Uh, absolutely not, actually. Uh, I've actually never even watched, sat down and like watched a whole episode. Oh, so, really? Um, not only have <laughs> no. Correct. Uh, not only have I not watched a whole episode, but um, I'm sure as hell have not sat down and, and just let it play. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, for me, I feel like at the time when it came out, now in retrospect, it's all fun and games and, you know, but at mm -hmm. the time when it came out, it really didn't, you know, wasn't the kind of show that I had set out to make necessarily. But, right. um, you know, everything happens for a reason, I guess. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I guess I, I understand that completely. Uh, I don't ever go back really and listen to these podcasts and people are like, can you believe that you said this? And I'm like, no, I don't even remember what I said. So no. Right. <laughs> um, um, it's the process. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you just said that you, it wasn't really the show you were looking to like put out what it, I mean, what about it was you were looking to like change up or. Well, I mean, look, it, it, I, we're doing it ourselves now. We're going to start shooting again in August. And oh, nice. I'm going to aim. I can tell you what my vision is, and that probably says it all. Um, yeah. My vision is something a little bit more artistic and real and something a lot less staged and um, so beige and so, mm -hmm. like, you know, sort of general and generic. Yeah. So that would consist of... Um, a lot more music, uh, a lot more cinematic aspects, a lot more of, you know, what you would think of as like um, maybe an Instagram story or a music video yeah. mixed with some real life um, situations, which all the, which, which season one was definitely real life situations. It's just, you know, um, there's like two ways of doing reality TV, right? There's like cops, you right. know, or whatever, where you're actually just, you know, observing, and then there's like 
making you come in and talk to the same person three times or, you know, editing things to make things look a way a different way than they really were, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So I feel like I'm maybe I'm uh, probably just an artistic control freak, but I'm okay with that. And not a bad I thing. Think, yeah. And I think this is going to be indicative of that. Okay. Sick. Yeah. I know. Um, I've, you know, watched a couple other reality shows and it's always like, I feel like the more you like replay stuff, like you said, they had to come back in and talk to them again. Like it's less and less like genuine and someone that's being like, Oh my God, you guys have a fucking Louis Vuitton skateboard. Like this is sick. And then the sixth time they're like, Oh, cool. Look at this. You know? So I get that. 100%. 100%. And it's not even, it's not all about that. <coughs> that's just one aspect. Mm. It's really hard for somebody who's, um not you to really tell your story you know so it's, yeah. it's in my opinion so no of course i don't think it's really doing justice and i think there was a lot of cool shit that didn't make the cut and there's a lot of whack shit that did make the cut and there's a lot of representation of me that i don't think was very accurate oh, um gosh. so but that's what you sign up for yeah you know? i mean once you sign that contract <laughs> like, they're gonna do whatever they want so um yep. damn now, now I'm mad at Netflix that they did all that. <laughs> Don't be mad. And it's not Netflix. Netflix didn't make the show. Um, Complex made the show, and it wasn't even Complex. Complex hired an outside production company oh, that had wow. done, like, reality TV, like, Dirty Jobs and other stuff like that. So Netflix does not own my show, never did. Netflix was basically syndicating the show. It's just, like, Comedy Central borrowing, mm -hmm. you know, Seinfeld or The Office and, and syndicating and showing it at night. So... Oh, complex made, complex made my show um and complex is uh a, a basically a, a corporation at this point and um thus operates in a very corporate way yeah. and um they sold off a bunch of programming for very very cheap to netflix and uh netflix only actually put two two of those shows out of you know i don't know dozen you know, whatever wow. of, of shows. And so um, it's kind of cool that they really wanted us out of that whole package. And, um, you know, we were trending uh, four different times over two years. Yeah. And it's all good. But, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Netflix didn't want the show back. You know, but like Netflix didn't own my show. And Complex couldn't renew it because they don't make TV anymore. They just make short-term internet TV. So, okay. Nobody could greenlight season two except for me and do it myself. But I had to get the rights back. I had to get the name back and everything. And whenever I say stuff like that, I'm not referring to Netflix. Gotcha. My apologies, Netflix. No, not at all. You might be listening. I don't know. So <laughs> they, It probably would have been cooler if it was them. I got you. Well, <laughs> well I know, like, uh, so when you, um, obviously you guys are big in your area. Were you guys really, like, blowed up? sorry blown up like all over when you um like before netflix and stuff or what were people like oh my god like i know this guy or was mm -hmm. it just like obviously you guys were doing really well or you wouldn't have gotten a show to begin with mm. um yeah i mean like i think that the um i think that the show was a very um clear picture of what life was already like you know we didn't like ramp my life up if anything they like tamed it and like packaged it yeah and we, you know, we had just, um, you know, they recreated basically a real life thing where we had just gone to Agenda Fashion Conference and we like basically crashed it with DJs and people on BMX bikes and wearing Jason masks with Gucci 
suitcases and everyone's doing drugs and drinking inside of the event you know and we basically you know this is how complex basically found me or discovered me um um yeah so i mean i always tell people like hey we were a big deal you know from the beginning um we nobody even knew who we were what we did and we had a line outside the store the first time we ever opened this before vintage was a thing this is 2012 so Mm. Uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like we, you know, I, I feel like we, I had already kind of blown up on Instagram a little bit and the shop had gotten some good press and pub, but this was just sort of the final vehicle and sort of the, you know, icing on the cake of our introduction to everybody. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, because uh, if you follow your Instagram, um, then, yeah, you're you'd say tone the show tone you down a little bit. I could I could definitely see that from seeing like Instagram stories and like, your other posts. And like you're just like literally you're you're the uh, the definition of living your best life. I feel like you're just kind of like waking up and doing like what, uh, what was it, uh, Bam Margera? Like, what are you going to do today, Bam? And he's like, whatever the fuck I want. And now we do something. <laughs> It's funny. I've never, I never heard that quote and I didn't know he said that and you know, whatever, but I think that's probably one of my number one mantras um, is that when you're, when you're really, really hopefully at your, at your sort of happiness or most peaceful or whatever your personal goal is, or we, right. whatever label you want to put is when you're doing what you want, you know, every day. Uh, right. and, and I mean, to a certain degree, nobody's nobody nobody the richest person in the world gets you know gets to have 1000 control of their day i mean yeah. they still get diarrhea bro and they still get their flame their flights canceled and their flights delayed it's t- no matter who you are this shit happens to everybody but if you can um you know have a lot of days or mornings or hours or five to ten minutes out of your day where you feel like you're doing whatever you want um, or, or you're creating, you know, sort of choosing your own adventure, you know, when it yeah. comes to like how you want your day or your life to look like, I think that's super important because it, um, it, that's, what's really, really, really going to be, uh, the most fulfilling, you know, is, is yeah. being able to visualize or remember or create or what have you a scenario of something that's very pleasurable to you. And I don't mean in like a hedonistic way as much as um, <laughs> a mental health way, you know? And, yeah. and you know, I, I know when I have a cool art project going and I'm into it, I'm like in the zone and I wake up and I'm like, oh, oh I have this purpose today. You know, I, I yeah, yeah. we just redid my office or we just basically remodeled a space behind my store that has become now my office and it'll be the new TV set for our live show. And when we were like decorating it and, you know, putting up all I had been saving two years worth of like slobby artwork and cool, you know, framed artwork that is going to go up in there. And it was the most exciting thing. This is just the most recent time I felt this way. Every day I woke up excited, you know? So yeah. if you can kind of generate that for yourself, you know, that's a good look. Yeah, I think a lot of people, they think like, oh, like you or like, you know, all these like super famous like Instagram people and stuff. They're like, well, they have all the time in the world. They can, you know, they can post all this stuff or they can do that. And it's like, no, there's like meetings and then there's like shows you got to be at. And like you're, you're your own brand. So it's like, you don't get to sit behind your counter at the store and just like, wait for somebody to come in you have to like 
Yeah. And, and at the beginning, it was kind of like that. You know, I kind of had to create it, out of, you know, out of, build something out of nothing almost. Yeah. Because people used to, I mean, to this day, I mean, people used to come on my page and be like, who is this guy? What does he do? Why do we care? You yeah. know, and, and I still don't really have an answer for that as much as um, I can say that what you're saying is very true. I, know, I mean, um, I hate to say it, but like, you know, of course, I'm exuding the vibe of, doing whatever i want and yeah being and that that like hedonistic sort of uh utopia you know of like living your best life or whatever yeah. you want to whatever term you want to put on it but at the same time like i'm trying to tell everybody here nobody nobody's different <laughs> we're all the same nobody's more important than anyone else nobody's less important than anyone else and nobody's busier than anyone else nobody's less busier than anybody else we're all right. doing the same exact thing um, we're just operating on a myriad of vibrations, outlooks, personal experiences, uh, emotions, chemical, chemical makes up within, within our like physical bodies. Um, and, and that's going to really, uh, you know, sort of dictate things. But what, what I can say is that if you put an effort into like, I want to have fun or I yeah. want to. Eat, eat at nice places or you know make make small specific daily sort of goals and, and daily ideas for yourself you know that that really helps you know and, and 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 it's not fake you know i'm not this isn't a fake character or a fake lifestyle as much as um I, i'm gonna share the best of times with with my people and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try to generate the, all the positivity, and which is why I'm not going to talk about my grandma dying or talk about my kids being oh, sick. Because I, I, don't think, I, I don't think that's me, my personal opinion. That's not what I feel like social media is for. And that's me. That's my, my goal. Right. Again, I'm not saying I don't want to watch a documentary about sick people getting better or you know, different ways to make the world better. But me personally, yeah. I'm not trying to put that energy out into the universe. So, uh, yeah, it's not easy. But at the same time, um, having fun and, and living free is actually the easy part. You know, you have to, just the balance, the checks and balances that go along with it that, that are a little bit more difficult to navigate. Um, but I think that's the key is it's a trade off. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't just, you know, like I mentioned earlier, they see like, you know, you party and stuff and they're like, this is like, this is him. And it's like, yeah, but he's also doing this and this, you know, kind of like you said, but you're finding that time to like, you know, be happy and do what you want to do. And there are a lot of people out there that are like working like 12 hours or nine to fives. And they're like, well, my happy time is lunch. I get to play, you know, clash of clans or whatever. You know, that's what's, that's, what's making you happy. I used to work at group home, at a group homes and foster homes and I worked long shifts, 13 hour shifts. Wow. And, um, I didn't, I, you know, it's not the kind of day where I had much time to myself, let's say before I went in and then my shift is super long. Let's say you have a 9 AM to 10 PM. Right. So the, yeah. more, the overnight shift gets off at nine and the overnight shift don't come back till 10. Okay. So I'm with these kids, 10 kids, 10 teenage boys all day for 13 hours, sometimes by myself. Um, so I, I, I learned to incorporate things that made me happy into the daily life, you know, of a lot of these kids and hopefully give them strategies to be happy. So what playing basketball, making a healthy lunch, but making a process out of it, going to a thrift store, uh, going to a cheap movie, going to a a dollar movie, you know, and and laughing at it, you know, laughing at a bad dollar movie. Um, but that helps fill the day. 
and and I didn't have kids, you know, back then. And so it was mm-hmm. really easy for me to give that energy out to those kids. But at the same time, it was really easy for me to um, teach them, you know, the joys of, of life, you know, along the way and mix it into what can, you know, otherwise be a really like long and sort of um, arduous and painful job. You know, <laughs> you're like, right. you know, you're dealing with, you could look at it two ways. You're dealing with angry people, kids all day who have to take medication. You have to feed them, make sure they take their meds on time. You have to write yeah. documents about them or, you know, you could look at it like I was getting paid to go to the movies and go to the swap meet and, you yeah. know, go, you know, hang out and play basketball with like people who had cool energy and that were like young and energetic. So, um, that big trade-offs, you know, but like also just maybe make your situation the best it can be. You know, I wasn't my ideal job. I like to tell people, you know, that, you know, that, I don't feel guilty about my lifestyle because I worked my fucking ass off in my twenties. You know, I I didn't have kids. I I worked 50 hours a week. My boss is like, you know, Hey, someone needs to work Christmas. Obviously me, I'm going to work Christmas over the lady who has two kids or the Mm -hmm. like Chinese immigrant grad student, you know, who like, I'm the guy, you know, I was the guy who got along with everybody and and all the kids loved me. And I was like the one with that energy. Who's like, what am I doing, bro? Going out to bars and going, shopping for sneakers like so, you know so like I, I i was able to be that guy and i was able to like i guess i hate you know these all these times where you know essentially putting in the work right or, or whatnot which didn't necessarily correlate to my business now i mean it does in a way you know i learned about learned more about thrifting i learned how to teach people i was telling the kids about sneakers and thrifting so i learned how to teach it but at the same time you know, maybe that's where I was like grinding and putting in my work, what was learning how to do fun things, you know, along with, you know, the shitty things that you have to do, like having a nine to five, right? Yeah. Dealing with actual life, getting kicked in the face and whatnot. I get that. <laughs> I mean, bro, uh, I've had days where like, you know, uh, you know, I, I like to say, like, you know, let's say your car's broken down in the morning. That's a good day to take the whole motherfucking day off. You know? I like that idea. I'm, from now, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't learn that till later, you know, because I'm like, I gotta get to work. I gotta call someone. I'll leave my car. I'll go pick it up after work, which is fine, you know. Um, but because I wasn't the boss, you know. But now I'm realizing, you know, when you're the boss and you've paid your dues and and you're the guy, you 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 have that, you know, in your pocket, and 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 it's it's fine. It's okay. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. It doesn't mean you're selfish. It doesn't mean you're neglecting your staff or your business. It just means that some shit, this some shit goes down and maybe, maybe turn it into a positive, you know, instead of being yeah. stressed about it. Yeah. I think a lot of people nowadays too, like they, uh, they have glorified uh, like the grind to the point where it's like, you're not even working for yourself right now. You're like working yourself into like the grave. You need to act. Bro. Too many times people are like, oh, you're not doing, you know, 23 hours a day. You're not doing like, don't shower, don't eat. You need to be working. It's like, okay, well like settle down. You don't have to. Oh, you bro. Know. You're absolutely right. I, I, from the beginning, uh, back in the good old days of the, MySpace and Facebook, I used to always say like, I never grind, bro. If you see me doing something, it wasn't, I'm not grinding talk. Like, I'm not, like, that's a, that's not, that's not, you know, that's a, that's something that can apply to a lot of things in life and a lot of situations. Um, and I've had both my kids born premature and living in the hospital on machinery. And, you know, there are times when I've had to like, 
you know, maybe like there's a grind or a certain sense of having to go to like a meditative place, you know, to get yeah. through certain times. And, and and maybe the grind was my routine, you know, wake up, go to the hospital, keep my hands clean, always be there to be able to like, you know, so a nurse isn't like raising my newborn, you know. So yeah, there's yeah, yeah. grinds, there's times where the grind is there. If you're an if you're an athlete and you're getting through an 80 game NBA season, I'm sure there's the word oh, yeah. grind could come into play but i don't think a grind is a necessity to success or happiness right maybe the opposite you know i would say when i was in grind mentality in my early 20s i was maybe at some of the most unhappiest i had ever been and, mm-hmm. and i used to think i used to think i couldn't have tattoos on my hands or you know fingers because i couldn't get a job and you know i grew up in the 90s bro i was an adult in the 90s so i'm like you, I, you, know, you back then you had to go to college. Yeah. You had to wear fucking college shirts, you know, and you had to like, you know, I, I thought I was going to be investing in polo the rest of my life, you know, and, and being grown up. And, um, you know, I was scared to have a beard or long hair, man, you know, because I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to work with kids. Yeah. And I wanted oh, to be yeah. a therapist and things that I did in my life, things that I accomplished in my life quite easily. There was actually no physical barriers at all to them. It was just things that I had been told or heard or maybe even brainwashed into thinking. Um, and the grind is part of that. The grind is a brainwash. Now, get, don't get me wrong. There will be those times. When we, when we made the shop, bro, I would drop my kids off at school, wear shitty construction clothes, go work on the shop all day, remodeling, setting stuff up dress up nice in the afternoon to take Instagram pictures and promote it and still go thrifting in the evening to try to make sure I had enough stuff for the opening. And I did that for a month straight, like literally to where my feet were bleeding and I was peeing blood from like, you know, pumping tile out, you know, motherfuckers, motherfuckers look back and like, my friends are like, yo, I came by the shop and you were just like busting tile out with the machine (laughs) by yourself in a big room and I like tried to talk to you and you just like waved me off and like kept going, you know, and that's grind time. Right. But life in a whole is not a grind. It's it's, life is a, life is a peach, you know? Yeah. You got to find that time where you're like, you have to separate yourself from like, you know, yeah, now I'm working, like, don't bother me, but now I'm not working. Let's, all right, let's hang out. Let's do what you got to do. You mentioned you were wearing like construction clothes and stuff. I was going to ask you, so obviously during, uh, you know, Instagram pictures and your show and everything else, you dress awesome. I mean, you got the Gucci overalls, you got, you know, all this other stuff. Thank Is you. there ever a time where you wake up and you're just like, I'm just going to throw on the N1 shorts today and yeah. uh, just kind of hang out. Yeah. And that's another thing that I learned uh, maybe like post COVID through COVID, you know, I, I realized that I was probably just going too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll be honest. I had like gum problems from wearing gold teeth constantly all the time uh i probably fucked my tooth up from wearing gold teeth like too much it's not it's not a you're not supposed to wear them from the time you wake up till you go to bed <laughs> yeah you know and, and i'm talking real solid gold here you know the, the one of the healthiest metals you can have in your mouth um but at the same time, bro, it's not, you know, if, you, if you're going, you know, it's not, and it's not that it's a character, but it's definitely slobby is a mode. Slobby yeah. is, a, is a sicko mode or a beast mode, you know, when, when, he, when it's at its best. Right. But you, can you do that seven days a week, 24 hours? No, like yeah. no one can, you know, Robin Williams killed himself, man, because he couldn't keep it up. He couldn't keep up with the, with the theater of everyday yeah. life as himself, you know, and, and I, you know, whatever, I don't know him personally, you know, but like, this is just 
somebody I can relate to, you know, and, and as far as just energy, you know, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and like love of, of people, you know, when you're a people person, you don't really, you don't, you don't, you don't recluse, you know, you, you don't, that, that recluse doesn't come out very often. So I guess, I think for a while, you know, I was doing any event that came my way. I wanted to travel whenever a travel opportunity came up and, and I was willing to be, you know, slobby at, when, at all times. And uh, I, I realized, you know, and, 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 you know, it's not like a, some COVID realization as much as COVID enabled me in a certain way to like really incorporate being home with my kids a lot more and just chilling a lot more and not worrying about so much about what if someone sees me or takes a picture with me at the shop. Yeah. So, you know, this is, this to me, this is like, uh, this is a PJ day. Um, so like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to meet with uh, the producer for the podcast and the reality show. And I'm going to wear this. And I'm going to feel super comfy and not feel like I have to take my teeth out to have a long conversation or, but I'm going to come home. This is just strategies I've built. I'm going to come back to my house four minutes away from the shop where we are right now in my house. And I'm going to get dressed up and shave and have a drink and then really like loosen up and turn and go into that mode and come yeah. back from my live show. You know, whereas the old me would have just got dressed up at nine or 10 in the morning, gone out, made videos all morning talked a bunch of shit drank way too much coffee probably honestly <laughs> probably snap at somebody you know at one point in the day yeah. snap at somebody who wasn't on my level or my energy and then like be totally burned out by 10 p.m you know 8 p.m yeah. but now i'm in this mode i found that i'll have all the energy i want for the shop or for the live show at 7 p.m because i paced myself during the day Right. So that balance, you know, if you're not getting better as you get older, you're probably not doing it right. So I, I always like to think I'm getting better microdosing, you know, with with psilocybin and drinking less coffee and thinking a lot slower and prioritizing every day. So, like, is it really that important, like to have a Instagram story where I have my teeth on and a bunch of jewelry like yeah. this morning? Is that that more important than me having a nice day? Probably yeah. not, right? Exactly. So, prioritize. We're prioritizing thoughts and, and and wants and needs and goals just within your day. Uh, you know, helps a lot. But you know what? I gotta say, I'll go to Target every once in a while, and I'm just wearing regular clothes. And someone usually is like, "Hey, man!" And I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" And they're like, "You okay? Are you good? Are you good?" And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, man." It's like when a woman's not wearing makeup and people ask them if they're okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. So this, I'm still, I'm, I, I still have to face the repercussions of it, even when I want to be comfy. Today I'll be in Crocs, bro, and I guarantee somebody, even one of my staff, is gonna be like, "Okay, okay, Big Dad, okay, PJs," you know what I mean? And, yeah. But I'm gonna come back at seven when that live show starts with a vengeance, brother. Yeah, it's like a whole other person, like Jekyll and Hyde coming out, you know? <laughs> oh, we all are. I'm a Gemini moon, bro. I'm Jekyll and Hyde on the inside. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. I don't really know what I do, but. Um, you're I doing what you do, what you're doing right now, talking a lot and, and telling good stories and being articulate. Oh, perfect. And that's what I'm going to put on my, my, uh, my bios from now <laughs> yeah. on. I'm Remember a that on your next date, bro. Yo, <laughs> yeah. You got to be self-aware, bro. You got to be, you got to be, uh, uh. Capricorn meta. I'd be like, Sabi told me I uh, talk good. So, <laughs> <Where should we go? laughs> um, so you like talked about like going back and forth between the store and everything else. Obviously, you know, like you said, things have changed, but like normally when you were working in the store, you know, eight hours or 
however long you were in there, like what, what is like a full day? Like obviously going in, sometimes you'd open up beforehand, like yeah. sell sneakers, sell whatever. Mm. Then you're, you know, just chilling or like, what's like a full day. Yeah. So that, that's a really, really good question. I can, I can tell you what my day used to be like, and I can tell you now what my day is like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what my day used to be like, I tell my staff this all the time. I'm never going to tell you to do something that I can't do that I'm not willing to do or that I didn't already master. Right. So if I'm like, yo dog, you got to make sure the arcade doesn't, the arcade machine never looks schmutzy, never gets, you know, a handprint on it. Like yeah. I did that. I made sure that every time people came in and played the arcade, it was clean. And, uh, you know, um, I, I would get there. I would have to get there. I tell my staff now to get there at 1145 to open at noon. I was getting there at 1045 um because it was i was uh, it wasn't a one-man show i had my my business partner jr and he was more like evenings weekends because i had kids um very young ones at that time but i was a one-man show during the day i think that's fair to say and i was a one-man show when it came to the instagram uh the products you know there was certain uh um responsibilities that were on me that were on me that were my choice that were things I wanted to do but it's a lot when you don't have staff <laughs> right when you don't have people helping so my day would go in uh, I would turn on we had an arcade and a snack bar so I'd set up the snack bar turn on all the cade machines clean um tidy up make sure everything's straight think about an Instagram post for that day Think about what I'm going to do for my personal Instagram posts before stories, um, mm-hmm. before Snapchat, you know, really became a thing. Um, think about if I wanted to make an announcement on the Facebook, uh, count the money, right? Um, Very important. Look around and see what we need, you know? Um, check messages and see who's coming in, who's supposed to be selling me shit, right? This is all before we open. Uh, maybe have a moment to myself, make sure the music's on, make sure the TV's on, set the vibe, right? Like we don't, we don't open the portal to our world until the vibe's set. We don't let anyone in without that music on and the cartoons playing and, you know, it's a vibe, right? Yeah. So I create the vibe and then the normal work day, right? Dealing with customers while trying to do stuff that my staff does now that are like, that's fucking badass, you know? And, and I tell them like, but again, these are two or three people doing what I was doing, you know, in one day. So open up, you know, and and of course, hi, how you doing customers deal with people selling stuff, especially now we didn't have a separate sneaker store back then. So someone brings in 12 pairs of shoes. That's going to take 30 minutes of your time. Yeah, oh, 20 yeah. minutes of your time you know I, at your at your best when you're an ace it takes 10 minutes 15 minutes of your time but again you can't greet customers or be a, a customer sales rep when you're going through boxes of shoes it's really hard to be polite to everyone when you have a pile of shoes um god forbid you have clothes from the day before you bought that have to go out still right mm-hmm. so now all of a sudden you're feeling anxious you know the stuff piling up you know uh, you feel like you don't have anyone there to even bounce ideas off or prioritize with, right? So I started realizing very early that we needed more than just me and JR, my business partner, that yeah. this was a team effort, right? Team is everything. I preach that all day long. Uh, the secret to my success is team, team, team. Anyways, I digress, you know, by, <laughs> by the time I try to, po- you know, get my posts off, hopefully I'm telling you, there were plenty of crazy days where I didn't get the posts off at all, or I had to wait till I got home at night. Right now I'm so busy. I usually have to do my story at night because right. I'm not going to sit there on my phone for an hour 
when I have an hour, I can be sitting with my kid, you know? Yeah, of and, course. Or, I, like, if I'm not the kind of person where if you hire me to come to your event, I'm not going to be on my phone the whole time. I'm going to oh, do yeah. my story. I'm going to pay attention, and I'm going to speak to everybody, and I'm going to give everyone the attention they deserve while I'm there. And then I'm going to do my story from the hotel right when I get home, you know, or whatever it's got to do. Or make a post right before the event, you yeah. know? I really don't think it's polite to people to be on your phone, period. Um, kids, you know, loved ones anybody you know so um that's just my style so yeah. back then you know i didn't want a customer walking in and it looks like i'm texting you know um and that's a balance you know trying to like actually get the shit done like your instagram but also make customers feel yeah. like you know, you're also like your working phone. on your phone yeah but they don't know that Customer yeah, exactly. doesn't know that. They think you're texting or looking at Instagram which you are 50 percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, more, I get right? like... and that's fine that's fine so that's a day. And then I'd get home and I'd be fucking done, Zobra. And I didn't have the energy for my kids. And not that I didn't actually engage. I just didn't in the inside. Of course, I forced it. But on the inside, I didn't. Um, I didn't have the energy to make dinner, you know. So mm-hmm. of course, now I'm so lucky, you know, and blessed or whatever words you want to use that. You know, one person is a salesperson and they're doing the story. I have a different person making sure the post goes up and making sure things are online. I have a different salesperson at the sneaker store next door who only worries about sneakers, only worries about X, Y, Z. You know, uh, I have a business partner who comes and does morning stuff like emails and shipping and things. That's not my strength, you know, and that is not. You don't need, if I'm your guy and I'm the face of the franchise, you don't want me in there early in the morning (laughs) shipping and stressing out over tape and shit. Like, that's not, that's not what's best for the team or the business or the brand, right? So my day looks a lot different now. My day looks a lot like what I've been telling you, which is whatever the fuck I want, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like... I, like you know it's really hard for me to tell somebody what time to meet me at the shop you know even whether it's a friend or someone selling to me because it's pretty abstract <laughs> i mean i took today here we are right i was gonna meet someone at the shop at 11 right the producer yeah. i told him noon so that i could fit you in between taking my daughter to camp cleaning my house <laughs> and going you. to the shop so yeah. now I'll probably just skip cleaning my house and I'll just get dressed or I'll just, you know, whatever, throw some comfortable shoes on and get my medicine together and shit and go meet him by noon. It'll be fine. But, yeah. but I have that little, that little bubble where I've gave myself that priority space where like I have a to-do list today, mm-hmm. but honestly, dog, if I have to only worry about the live show and this production meeting, and those are by far the two most important things besides you, obviously. And oh, well, kid, thank you. You don't have to say that. I know. I'm then <laughs> that's fine. Those things all fit in, you yeah. know? So, because like, you know, calling the water company about why they're charging us extra or whatever, this type of shit is on that top five things yeah. that are absolutely a necessity today. So uh, that's a big change for me is that not to take your to-do list too seriously, and, and to prioritize yourself at least once or twice, three times throughout the day. So I'm going to prioritize probably eating at one point and just step away and eat whatever. That's definitely important. <laughs> coming home and changing and taking my time to make sure I got I'm feeling confident and feeling good about what I'm wearing. And then probably um, I might lend, I might end the live show earlier than, than, than expected because I know I'm going to the movies tonight. You know, at 10. Nice. So there's the few times where I'm going to choose myself. And and I would say five years ago, bro, I would have never done that. I would yeah. have been all about the shop. And I would have been like, I got to be there. 
I'm not changing the appointment with this guy. I'm, a, I'm the kind of person who's just there, who just shows up, Yeah, you know? And and it really, bro, in the grand scheme of things, like my daughter was 15 minutes late to camp today. And I was thinking, what's 15 minutes out of her seven and a half hour day at camp, first of all? Oh, yeah. Because the camp called me and they're like, oh, it's really nice. She's here on time. And I'm like, ah, 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 but like, it's not that important, dog, you know? Yeah. It's really not. <laughs> like, even, even when she doesn't want to go to school, like, I mean, bro, come on. Like, yeah. No, I, I get school. it. And that, that's, I think school, that's you know what I mean? Fuck work. Fuck school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, bro, I, 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 have, I, I fucking, I, I think I had a parking ticket that I just didn't pay for so long recently and just went away. Some stuff goes, goes away. The shit went away, dog. And then they'll send you a letter saying, we might or we have the ability to garnish your tax return, right? Yeah. But they don't, dog. Just like everyone else, they're just threatening you, bro. And it, uh, what's a threat other than to intimidate you and brainwash you, you know? Yeah. Well, look, I know I appreciate the tips. I'm sure everyone listening does too. Um, I do. I don't want to take up too much of your time, though. We got a couple minutes left, mostly because also Zoom is going to kick us out because I'm too cheap to pay for the pro. Yeah. Uh, so in, in these last couple minutes, do you have any? I know you have a bunch of good stuff going on at your live shows. Uh, do you want to plug anything real quick or? Yeah, we go, we uh, work with Whatnot, and it's a live selling platform, a lot, a lot like a Twitch meets eBay, you know, um, yeah. and, and there's bidding, buy it nows, giveaways, games. I almost won a PS5 last night on someone else's live. I Man. love it. It's fun as hell. It's interactive as hell. It's social media mixed with shopping and interaction, right? Uh, it's mixed. It's social media mixed with shopping and, and a social event like being at a bar or a party. Okay. Wow. Uh, we are live every Thursday night at seven Pacific on whatnot for GCTV. That's my general show, Generation Cool TV. Uh, we sell everything. We're live in the store, hanging out, selling this, that, and the other, all different things from the shop. We are going to have a reoccurring sneaker show on whatnot where it's just sneakers. And again, these will be dollar auctions going all that started a dollar all the way up to buy it now is all the way up to giveaways and great crazy things. Um, and I'm doing a temporary or I guess short series right now called Fancy Fridays where I'm um, showcasing new sellers on whatnot that shall designer uh wow. Gucci, Louis, whatever. And it's super fun. Uh, so that's my whatnot sort of chunk right there which is i think honestly a big future um and and, and very very relevant you know right yeah. now in, in vintage and in shopping and retail um and then of course like i said with my podcast sloppy seconds which i did a pilot for during covid and you can see on youtube i had run i had dmc from run dmc wow. on and that's a it, it was a zoom version like yours but mm -hmm. I will have a lot of guests in person. So the pilot's very indicative of how the show will go, but you know, probably a much more polished and in-person version. So yeah. my podcast Slobby seconds will start uh, filming in July and then we'll follow up with season two, or I don't even think I'm going to call it seasons. I think we're just going to have an ongoing Slobby's world where you can just see on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis what I've been up to, highlights of my travels, almost like a vlog meets a reality show. Wow, dude, that you got a lot going on. I don't know how you find the time. I was saying that not really, man. I don't know, but that's that's not awesome. really. I, I I smoked a lot of weed and laid around a lot today. I'll be honest. <laughs> Either way, I appreciate it. Thank you for cutting out time to do this. I am sorry that we're cutting this short, but like I said, I'm just cheap for for pro. Bro, no, doesn't need any more we, money. We nailed it, bro. All right, dude. Thank you so much. 
All right. Peace, everybody. Thank you for having me. Have a yeah, great thank day. Thank you for coming on. Peace.